Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I think it's more so if someone can relate to young people, you know that you can relate to people and you know that you can uh, you want to affect some kind of change, actually get out there because Everyone will sit behind the, the, the computer screen, try and get a degree, which is fine, it's admirable. You go read a book and do all that kind of stuff, which is great, but there are people out there that need you actually go out to where the action is and just try and start a conversation. Like, that's, that's honestly how we started this. Hi, welcome to Black Ticulate, a podcast series featuring UK young black professionals where we find out how they do what they do so you can too. Or not. After all, it is your life. <laughs> now, my man, Sion. Am I saying that right? Yep. Sion. Yes, you are. Yes, yes. you are. <laughs> Welcome to Black Ticulate, G. Good to be here, man. Good so, to be here. Sion, I don't even know your surname. In fact, you know what? Tell the powers that be, and those are my listeners, those are my bosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them know who you are and what you do, and we'll just, you know, we'll chop it up from there. All right, well, what's going on, people? My name's Sion Martins. I am a founder and a mentor at Bridge the Gap Studios. It's a business that um, I run along with two other amazing guys. Um, we name work. Oh, I'll name I'll name them all. I'm going to name a lot of people. <laughs> um, so oh, one of one of the other guys, Jonathan, and the other dudes, Dennis. We all work together. We've kind of been long time friends, and we've been working in drama and music for a while. Drama and music. Drama and music. Okay. And we've always worked with young people, but we've decided to kind of take it further um, a while ago. And those are the main guys and we've been at this we're coming up on our third year of being public with it um and oh, we've wow. been doing it for quite a while behind the scenes been seeing like a lot of growth working with a lot of young people in like south um particularly so peckham brixton Rotherhive, and recently turnham okay. um we've been we've been doing a massive um project there um which just finished can i pause you for yes, a second right. only reason being is because wait a minute like bridge the gap, right? Yes, studios. Sir. Sorry, can't forget the studios part. Can't the studios. Bridge the gap is like, totally different. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So bridge the gap studios. What I mean, in a nutshell, in a pithy way, what is it? Bridge the gap studios is a link between where a young person is and where they want to be. Right. Gotcha. That's that's what we do. And one and two of the biggest forms we use are. Well, actually, the biggest form we use is the creative arts, because that always, I feel like that gets overlooked a lot of the time in education, and it's one of the biggest ways to learn how to express yourself and just learn about yourself, even if you don't want to be an artist or an actor, but just using those forums, it's incredible the ways that can be utilized. So 
we use drama music, yes, but our main thing is wherever a young person wants to be, whatever their goals are, and we are there to be that, that bridge. Okay, so I will get into the nuances of specifically how you help, but let's park for a second. Let's figure out the man behind this. Wow. Sion Martins. Okay. Tell me. I mean, growing up, like, let's draw the dots. How do you find yourself in this position? What, doing this or just yeah. where I am right now? Yeah, just... I mean, insofar as, like, your upbringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally grew up in South. Right. And those, that's where my dad was. Okay. And there was quite a few... Um, I mean, there's been quite a few negative influences that I've just seen personally growing up. But for the most part, I was actually surrounded by positive influences. I just chose not to gravitate towards them. Okay. As you, you yeah, need to explain. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you, I know, I get you. You would just have a, so it was a mixed pot for me. I was, right. we were in Brixton, so it was a mixed pot. Okay, so, you lived in Brixton. So, so you would have a lot of negative influences, of course. Right. But good half of my family were based in church. Okay. And that actually did, if you're talking about championing theater or performing arts or creativity, a lot of that actually came from, from church. church. Ah. Crazy enough, that, that's really where it came from. A lot of the times I would try to be away from that because I was growing up around, you know, around my father, around some of the influences that he was bringing to the table. Ah, okay. Which, Do you which, want to elaborate if you I don't mean, mind sharing? No, no, definitely. I mean, which weren't all amazing. My, my, my dad had his hand in a lot of different pies uh, and not all of those were <laughs> the most <laughs> government-approved pies, <laughs> if that would make sense. Um, so, so, yeah, he, he, I mean, yeah. he was involved with that stuff and there was a lot of people that were around him that were involved with that. Um, thankfully, I had a mum that slapped me upside the head and got me out of there right. um, in time, which I'm always grateful for. Do you mind me asking, are your parents, were they together no. then? Or no, no, I no. Say, no. So I'm actually... But you were living with your dad. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm, your mum didn't like what she saw, the, the behaviours you were sort yeah. of putting, and she was like, nah, you're yeah, coming but, with me. And that's, yeah. So I mean, it happened in teens, but I'm the product of a single parent home, but I never felt like it was just us. Like I had... So many, when I obviously came out of that environment, I had so many positive male role models right. that just came around me. Right. And once even, you were outside, once I was your outside dad's that. Because either way, I had male role models, right. regardless. Right. But positive male role models, positive black male role models, no, not, to be fair, not even just black, like from everywhere. Like I just had positive male role models right. there. And in that space, there was a lot of re-education. Okay. Because from where I had come from, I had several th ideas about money, uh, about women, uh, about what success is yeah. that I had just seen that were way off. Right. And that I had to unlearn that. Such as? Well, ideas about money, that was always a tough one to shake because one of the things that I had learned from my dad was get money however you can. And obviously my, my dad had a lot of different money making yeah. ways, but... He was an entrepreneur. He was an entrepreneur, but he was a salesman. He he taught us, you get your money, mm -hmm. however you can, and I think that was the problem. It was however you can, no matter who you have to climb over, you do that, right? And you maintain it. Once you you gain and maintain, you stack and you, you keep your money, you keep oh, it so building. We, that's what he meant, kind of like maintain, okay, and that's yeah, that's I what think we that's learned. What I, I think that's what I was struggling with. If I'm going to be honest with you, when you say maintain, was he like, oh, you need to invest in certain stocks? Or? He did. Oh, he, yeah, he, okay. he invested. He invested his money. Like so he, that's good money. He, practice, no, no, he isn't was. It? Yeah, exactly. So 
you know, it, it's, it's, you, you, learn, you, you learn that right you, you learn the good side but the problem the problem with is how he was getting it yeah i think the, the, the problem yeah. however you can right right but once you have it actually the principles behind that it's were, great principles okay gotcha but for a young person watching that you don't really pick up on the oh yeah. so that's what you, that's what you're that not looking means. at the long term you're always no i'm looking term. at oh, this is what you're doing these are the people that you have around you this is what they this is what they're doing because this this whole like, and I think that there's an idea that some parents have, um, where they tell their kids, "Do what I say, not what I do." I don't believe that works. I think it works to an extent. A young person, a child, will hear what their parents say, and a parent might say, "Listen, don't do this." A child, like, all right, cool, I won't do it. But then, if I'm growing up and I'm watching and you seen, yeah. do the same things that you're telling me not to do, at some point, I'm gonna stop listening to what you say, yeah. and even subconsciously, I will just start to mimic you. Yeah. what you're doing so it's funny because there's actual joke that goes something along the lines where a teacher called in a parent and said your son's been stealing you know pens at the school and that's why we give him a detention and the parent i think it was dad in this context right took the boy home his son home and goes how dare you steal right if you wanted pens why didn't you let me know i'd have got some from the office <laughs> yeah, all right. I got that's you. A, that's a rubbish. No, no, joke, no, you know no. I, mean? I got, I got but you. It echoes. <laughs> <laughs> that was poor, wasn't it? Sorry, oh, my bad. Wow. Might have to cut that out, man. No, 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 out that, that's staying <laughs> in. That joke is staying there. But no, I, I get it. I, you know, like yeah. yeah. And I think you need to judge a person on their actions and not their words. Most definitely, because it's really easy to. Most definitely, I know it's ironic since I'm called black articulate, but the truth of the matter is, you know, words are one thing, but it's actually all about the actions, and mm. that's why we're about positive actions. So you are growing up with your dad, and you know the influences weren't positive. So your mother, early teens, decided, you know what, I don't like the man you're becoming. Mm-hmm. So come stay with me, and let's actually try and re-educate you. Yeah. Right? Within that, like, what were you studying? What were you learning? There's got to have been something yeah. that you thought, oh, you know what, actually, I want to help others because that's fundamentally what your business does. Right, that's that's the biggest thing. And I think at that age, it wasn't really, I wasn't saying like, you know what, this is this, this is what I want to do. This yeah. what I, I mean, when I was growing up, I wanted to play ball. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play basketball. Oh, basketball! Basketball, no, yeah, not, football. not football. <laughs> so that's that's the thing. Like everyone like, oh, what, 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 but then we we got a lot of family or like friends that we call family in America, and so there was a, there was some heavy influences there gotcha. as well. And but, you're quite tall as well, aren't you? And that was the whole thing. Like when I started actually growing, it's like, hey, you should play ball. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, how tall so, are you? I'm right now. I'm six four and I'm done. See? This is me. I'm I'm <laughs> done, man. I'm peak. I'm 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 six done. Four. It's over. Don't worry, ladies. I'll take a picture. Don't worry. Wow. Don't worry. Hey, at him. At him. Listen, don't, 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 don't be happy about that. Hey, you can He's speak to fine her. boy. No pimples. Ah, this, look, you guys have seen this guy. If we if all of this all, all of this hype starts coming don't my way, but yes, but no, that's what I originally wanted to get into. Like growing up, I was. I, I was, you know, athletic. I was going towards sports, but I also enjoyed reading. Okay. And this kind of put me at a, um, it made it weird because you can't be out here. It, it, it was strange because you can't have, not that I had, there was a reputation, but my family had one. And so you got this bookworm over here that has a ridiculous temper and doesn't want to be in school. Right. But I love to read. So... You would, ca- you would catch me in the library. I'd be out or I, I, I'd be out with, with a book in my bag along with other things, but I would have a book. What were you reading? Do you remember? 
Fiction, wow. non-fiction. Yeah, f- no, it was fiction. I just enjoyed... What was that about reading? Worlds. Yeah. I enjoyed the fact that a whole new world could be created and I could imagine it myself. Mm. I didn't necessarily like watching stuff, but at the same time, reading was just... It allowed me to use my imagination in a different way. Like I could... Whatever's on that page, it would just leap out at me. I'm and with you. That, I'm with you. And I think that was that's one of the biggest pushes for me to get into drama. Because ah. just being able to take something and create it, and then now my imagination, you're coming down to have a look at almost that reader's feeling, trying to create that for an audience. So what got me into script writing, and then working with young people that actually wanted the same kind of thing. They want people to see what they see. Sion, you've absolutely jumped there, and I and I need to. But, need that, to but that's no, no. I just, see just that. So you can make the connection. Yeah, I see that's, that. That's that, that. We're trying to do those dots proper. <laughs> Eat every single dot. That's so what my man. I'm listening to you. So right now, you know, currently, you wanted to be a basketball player because you had influences from family, mm-hmm. right? However, you also loved reading. So you're like, I've got this bad temper. Athletics helps me unleash that, possibly. Yeah. Right. But also, you catch me in the library reading. Mm. And the reason I'm reading is because I love being able to go into other people's worlds. Right. And you love that idea. The imagination's really been sort of um, developed. Your imagination chops. Yeah. So then you started writing. Am I right in saying yeah. that? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, you started writing scripts, so you started finding... Well, oh, no, not scripts. See? No, no, see, so, see that so, job? So, there's yeah, a, there's yeah. a couple of dots out of it, go. but yeah. The, <laughs> there you go. I started writing poems. Ah. So I actually got into music. This is at school as this well is, or ju- this, this is during school now because oh. this is... So I was doing music when I was with my dad because that's one thing I can tell you I got from him. Okay, gotcha. I got it. Well, two things. I've got a couple things. <laughs> but the, the main things I got from him is his love for music right. and his temper. Okay. But the main thing was his love for music. And I think the, the temper tempered itself out, thank God. But as far as the music goes, like my dad had a ridiculous vinyl collection. That that was the biggest thing. So I grew up listening to all kinds of sounds. Right. Um, and of course, I still, obviously I enjoyed my reading, but it was just, it was natural that that was going to happen. Right. I love music. That was my escape as well. So started writing poetry, progression, right. got into writing lyrics, got into writing lyrics for other people. This was in school. Okay. This was in school. So I was writing lyrics for other people. What? Not, so not, people came up not, to you not, and not, said... Not in this whole like singer-songwriter. Yeah. Bit. No, I'm just talking school level. Right. You would just, still, you would you just write for people. For yeah, you just write for people. That was it. Or like, not in school. What do you mean? Yeah, you just, school. I, I, listen, I went to school. I went just writing for people. <laughs> People had to recognize the talent within me to say, yo, do you mind writing me a few bars? Is that what happened? That's basically what that was. And that, and that was outside. That was like in Brixton time. So that right. was in South. And then when I moved over and I was going to school in West. Right. So I was this up is where school. your mum was. Yeah, yeah. I finished up school in West London. And I was writing, doing my own songs, grime, studios. Right. You gotcha. would do that. Like, and just a little, like, little studio in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music teacher would let you stay a little bit back. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. And you would put something together and you would go out and put it on your phone and be like, yeah. Yeah, bang it. Like, like bang I'm, yeah, I'm this yeah, guy yeah. or whatever. Hard. But, <laughs> but, but it, was a, it, it was a thing. So yeah. I, I came over from South to West, completely blank slate. Right. And what I had going for me was music. Okay. Music and sport. And that, and that just and that helped you focus going. and you just kept on developing yourself. Okay, that's interesting because in this narrative and your story, and I think you guys can agree with me, those that's listening, you're really an unimpressive guy, to say the least. Oh, I appreciate it. No, you really are. But you keep mentioning something about temper. 
and those of you who are regular listeners know that I tend to just sort of get conversation prompts from my guests. And there was a part where you said you realised, the first time you realised you were black was when someone called you a nigger in school. Right. Now, I'm curious to know how you reacted to that, because now that you say you've got a temper, <laughs> tell me more about that. Okay, well, um, yeah, I, I think when you say, when you, re- when you say you realised you were black, it's not so much realised that I was black, because you know that you're a different colour and you look around, you see people, all right, cool, you're black, you're black. That's a white person. That's someone who's of Asian descent. You you know, you put it together. But I think the reason I, I lean to that scenario is because that's the time when I realized people respond to you differently. And then while I was still over here, I watched Roots. Okay, wow. Okay. Yeah, now. <laughs> How old I, were you? <laughs> I shouldn't have watched that. <laughs> but you know what? To be fair, no, nah, it's not even I shouldn't have watched that. It was good that I watched it, right. but of course, in my young mind, I took, I took it to the furthest extent. Like, this is what's going on. Like, and obviously, when you are young, you don't really watch things in context. No. So, um, I, I watched Roots specifically one to four. So I didn't even get to the whole <laughs> next generation stuff. I was here with my man, man like Kunta and yeah. them trying to make him call himself Toby. So that's that's where I'm at. Um, so. I had seen it and I went to school and I had mentioned it. And then in the playground, obviously I think some of the other kids might have, they might have known about Roots or whatever. Because when I was talking about it, I, I'm a very passionate person. Yeah. 10 times that back then, obviously from, from the little I can remember. And when I explained it, obviously the passion must have been there and in the, in the playground, somebody's yelled, one of the kids, one of the um, white kids has yelled out, yeah. Yeah, you saw Roots. Like, yeah, I saw Roots. Like, yeah, yeah. And you guys were niggas. And of course, now I'm woke, quote unquote, because I had no idea what, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I had no idea that was a, that that word could be bad. I had heard it, right? But I had no idea, I didn't know that word could be bad until I'd seen the context it's being used right. in, in, in Roots. But again, there's so much that I don't know, but all I know is that you're using a word that you shouldn't be using right. unless you're trying to attack me. Right. And so I went off. Okay. Right. And and obviously I attacked that person, and there was, and then when my mom, my dad, everyone going when they were like, hey, what, what happened? And I explained to them, this is what was said to me. Two things happened. Yeah, please. My dad was fine with it. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And then my mom gave me a bit more of an educational look you know what, A, you're not going to be watching those no more. And B, there is more to you than just a word. And she actually really broke it down a bit more for me. Of course, I didn't buy it yeah. because that's with it. Yeah, so we're good. you're living with your pups, but, right? But that was... Um, An awakening. Yeah. For, I, I, for just just for the fact that people, res- that people can respond to you differently or try to put you down because of your color. Yeah. That was new. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So I guess based off of that, like when you moved all the way forward into where we currently have you, which is being one of the co-founders of Bridge That Gap Studios, you deal with a lot of people who are obviously looking to actualize their their careers, their dreams, their goals, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But you do that with the underrepresented community mainly, or are you not specific yeah, it, it's not, but of course, with where we work, the yeah. areas we work, we are more than likely going to work with underrepresented areas of the community. Right. But we made it, because everyone's got goals. I believe every young person has goals because they're the future. Yeah. Depending on whether those goals are accepted, it's a different thing, but every young person has goals. What do well, you mean? When I say accepted, I mean yeah. like maybe accepted by their peer group, their parents, their particular area, Right. right? Their influences, Their influences, but they have goals and it's a matter of, okay, understand what those goals are and how to actualize them, regardless of where they come from. I just have a burden for self. Right. And a lot of the guys that, basically all the guys that have been involved, all the people that we brought on, a lot of them have a burden for self. We want to expand, we want to be all over London, but this is where we started because okay. we're grassroots. Yeah. We start from there and we build out. So let's talk about this, you being grassroots and obviously you're three years in the making and I guess in business context, you're starting to just get out of your baby clothes. Yeah. So how did you start? How did you put the team together? Would it be crazy if I said we started from church? Okay, no, of course not. So myself, Jonathan, Dennis, that's where we built it from. Right. Um, we, were all in, we were all into drama. And at the time, I was just going into uni. I was starting to become more self-aware, aware of how I'd grown up aware of the disadvantages, aware, aware of what had not been available to me and wanting to change that in some way right. or just make some kind of change. And a lot of that had come from now being around guys that wanted to make change. Positive and that, influences. There, there, there yeah. was a lot more positive influences and that's where I was going now. It wasn't more so just about money. Of course, that's important. It was money, but it also was change. change and yeah. so I started to look into that. I started looking into drama therapy because then while I was in church, they were doing drama. Right, gotcha. And so, what, all of... What all, church? I mean, this is Potter's out. House. Potter's House. 
Um, they're still about. They're based up in Edinburgh now. Okay. In fact, they're not too. They're not too far from here. They're um. Ah, uh, Globe, Globe Academy. They don't expose where go, I'm at, go, man. Go, go. Don't expose where I'm at. Not too far from there. The fan base don't know where I'm at oh, yet. Geez. Hey, listen, hey, okay, listen, hang on. Let me just put his address out here real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. All right, so no, so that's where the church is based right. now. But back then, obviously. And and church is, I mean, for all, whatever you guys might think about it, it does have its positives from particularly the social community. Yeah, it does. Base. So you obviously, you and your co-founders were going to it as regularly as you possibly were. Yeah. You were starting to think, okay, I want to actually affect, you know, in a positive way, the community around me. Right. Right. And this is what you were doing. You were enjoying dramas and theatre. Yeah. And likewise with your co-founders. Yeah. All of us. Okay. So then give me the birth of the name and what your first client looked like. Wow. Okay. Well, if you um, can remember. Well, no, I, I, I can because we... um we started working a lot of the young people that we were actually working within the church some right. of them were coming from Brixton and there was this major um community center that was that was there at the well, time which couldn't I, have been any what older than 17 18 yeah okay so we were so like we were basically working with people that were like with young people that were like 13 to 15 oh really wow some of them even our age okay that's what we, so like and there was bases in Brixton there was a church in Brixton that a lot of them were coming from as well yeah. um and so that actually became one of our clients because we made some plays for them and then just made like little tutorials and teachings based off of the plays i'm trying to remember what the play was i can't remember the name of the play can we find it online anyway yes you can find actually it's on our website oh, it will be it? it will be on our website i can't remember the, life, remember the name of the play yeah but bridge the gap studios.com check that yeah but guys that was that that's where we um start that's kind of where we started we didn't have the name then but we started there because we actually made our first program that was our first program and where did the church buy it i mean how what's the model of your business now i guess well at the well then then yeah yeah then it then it was more okay we're gonna deliver this for you because we want to help improve these aspirations for the young people not just with their faith but also with what they want to do with well, with their lives like where they want to go some of them were coming off the streets and of course it was Brixton so it was like yeah let's let's do this so oh so they didn't want to be in the arts themselves the the young people you're working with you just used arts as a vehicle it was a vehicle okay That's, so a lot of it was more so about life aspirations yeah. so you had like almost counseling so yeah counseling therapy. mentoring ah. therapy and so that's what led me to start studying drama therapy because then I realized you know what there's a lot more to this, right? right? So that came later. But then the model was more so they were actually paying for venue. They were paying for all of our overhead, everything that we needed, props, all of that. They said, okay, we'll cover it as long as you come and deliver a program. Amazing. And so that was like, wow, okay. We didn't, even, we didn't want money. Do you know what I mean? We just wanted to do what we were doing and we, were, we, were had, we had freedom to do it. Then as we went along, we were doing that. We did it in Brixton. We did it in Rotherhive. Um, came back to the church did the same thing there. You're starting to build a rep. Right. And then after that, it was kind of a matter of, we need to put a name to this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when, and then I, I literally, I hit the guys up. I, I still have the WhatsApp voice note. I sent it out to them and I was like, yeah, let's, um, let's get registered. What'd you guys think? And it was like, silence. <laughs> and then John was like, you know, and then like the next day, John was like, all right, so my phone died. But yeah, yeah. then he sent a whole long message like, listen, this is what I want. This is what we should do. This is the ideas I've been having. 
everyone, it was just synergy. We were all on board. And then we said, all right, cool. And this was three years ago. Was did the, this? Yep. Did the process. We got our name, like we got our name sorted. Yeah. But then. Why that name? Because at that time I had just done, I'd started going into, I was in uni, I believe at the time, but I was also working at a school. I was right. doing work experience at a school and I was mentoring. So there was a company called Pips, Parents in Partnership, um, headed by an amazing woman called Natasha Orumbi. She's absolutely amazing. She she works in school. She has she had her own business um, and she works in safeguarding for boroughs. So she's absolutely amazing. amazing. But she kind of gave me my push into that side. So I was doing all this drama work, grassroots stuff. And she was like, what about your career as well? So I'm studying law, but I'm working in the school. And I'm basically, to put it bluntly, I'm seeing a lot of pre-criminals right. within school. So I'm working in school. And my job was just to mentor hard to reach kids. It was freelancing. They would give me a, a young person I would work with them. Really? And I'm working with these young people. I'm like, all right, so what's the school doing for you? So I would talk to the school and the school would be like, look, they're not getting these grades, these grades and these grades. So I either work with them or they go. And I started realizing within a school setting, it was like you get a lot of young people that come from the same backgrounds that I did or a lot of these other guys. And all the school will do is say, okay, if you're not ticking this box, this box and this box, then go. Mm. So, okay, go where? And they're right back out. Some of these schools, are, some of these kids are selling in school. So I'm working in the school and I'm like, there's not, there are, there's provisions and there's like, but these are people that are coming into the school that aren't even relating to the young person. I come into the school, I'm in uni and they're seeing a turnaround straight away. Yeah. This is not to toot my own horn. This is just me saying no, one yeah. person that comes in and can relate to a young person and you now are seeing this young person turn around and achieve way beyond what you, the, the box that you put that young person in. That's all it took. That's all it takes. Right? And then obviously they were asking about the techniques that I was using. And a lot of the techniques I was using were from what we were doing. Right. So like role plays, little dramas, little skits, like a bit of creative writing, all of that there. And I started thinking, this is what schools need. There's very few people that are actually bridging the gap. And that's where we got the name because it was because you, you will see people in like high areas of parliament because at this time I'm studying law so I'm I'm actually researching this now and I'm seeing you've got all these people talking about ah oh, we need to bring change yeah. and I'm looking okay so who are they reaching out to that is on the ground actually doing it none no one there's a lot of show there's yeah, a lot of talk service. then over here on the other side grassroots there's a lot of struggle there's a lot of work. Yeah. That's that's so that's trying to bridge the gap. That's yeah. what the, that was, that's what the point was. No, honestly, that's. I mean, you're echoing everything that we are trying to accomplish and achieve because we know that a lot of people learn better from those of us who were them once upon a time. You know, so yeah, God, okay, guys, I think you can again all agree with me, and if you don't agree with me, fight me. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Mr. Martins. You are phenomenal. So. We see where you got your first client. We see how you started and we know and understand the service. What I always want to do is I always want to try and get resources and tools that people who are listening can actually take away with. Mm. And I think what I asked you was, are there any essential resources that people might want or need, right? Mm. Coming from it from a business perspective, as opposed to necessarily coming through it as one of the youths, one of the people who need your service. Okay. So someone who actually wants to get into... Yeah, so someone who also wants to give back to the community. 
you know, someone who has not necessarily drama skills, but has other skills, how, what would be your best piece of advice, I guess, for them to do that? So, well, you know what? Does uh, that make sense as a no, question? No, no, it, it, I, I, it does. I think, well, all right, let me give you what I'm thinking and you, you Please, tell me if yeah, I'm a bit off. Sure. Right. So the way I see it, you don't need, and this is with a balance, of course, but you don't need a degree or some major thing for you to start making change. Just one of the pieces of advice that I've actually picked up is there's so many avenues at your doorstep. The way we started originally was we were working with the young people we saw every day. Mm-hmm. So we were seeing young people that would be outside all the time. Just some of them, they would be sitting around. We know that they were doing a madness because we could smell it on them. Yeah. right? They'll be all over. Right? And we would just say, all right, cool, let's just go out and talk to them because we don't want them to end up in a newspaper a couple of weeks later. So we actually just went out and said, look, what are you guys doing? We've There's a building here at the time, it was the church. We've got this going on. We're doing this music thing. We're putting together this concert. We're putting, just come true. And we'll put something on for them. Mm. And that and that was it. That was literally our youth work. And it worked. Like, do you know what I mean? So I think it's more so if someone can relate to young people, you know that you can relate to people and you know that you can, uh, you want to affect some kind of change, like actually get out there because everyone will sit behind a, a, a computer screen, will go and try and get a degree, which is fine. It's admirable. Just, I did it. You know I mean? You go read a book and do all that kind of stuff, which is great, but there are people out there that need you. Yeah. So actually go out to where the action is and just try and start a conversation. Yeah. Like that's, that's honestly how we started this. Be on the front line. That's it. We started it by starting conversations. Are there any people who might have it in principle that they want to do that, but really it's not, they're not about that life, you know? How do you, how do you recognise that? Because you said for you, if you know you can relate to the youth. Yeah. Well, how do you know if you can't or you can't? <laughs> do you know what I mean? What are those yeah. markers? Young people are some of the, and I say young people, I am young. I'm just going to put that out there. How old are you, Jeremy? I'm 25. I'm still very yes. I'm young. But if you're trying to come and speak to a young person from that perspective of, I want to help you, automatically there's going to be that whole, but you don't know what it's like now because you're, if you're past 20, you're, you're old. Right. I'm in my teens. You're not living the life I'm living. And you're always going to have that. Knowing how to relate is being real because Young people can always tell. I've, I've actually realized this. Every place that I've worked, every place that I've gone to, if I've brought in a guest, and this is not, shout out to all the guests that have come through yeah, from Bridge the Gap. <laughs> but like, if I bring in somebody and it's like, they're not being real or they're not just being open or so, you'll see people start, you see young people start to switch off. Mm. And a lot of the time it's just like, you don't have to have the most gruesome, crazy story about I went through this, I did it. No, just come and listen, this is what I've dealt with. This is what I'm about now. This is the advice that I can give to you. And here's the proof. Yeah. Just just bring in that, that realness. Okay. Um, so I hear that. And I'm very conscious of our time, no, guys. So I'm going to kind of wrap it up a bit. Is there anything that you think from an audience perspective would be quite nice for them to know? Additionally, if they wanted to start getting into community work, into... Yeah. There's... um. There's there's a lot of things that you can do to actually get involved. There's one one of the biggest things, um, I think that I did one of the biggest things that I did last year is I went and paid to get myself qualified as an arts award 
deliverer as, as an answer would um what's that modulate basically it's um it allows you to be able to deliver projects for young people in the arts that can actually get them an equivalent qualification you're an accredited yes. arts practitioner yeah. so if someone went through your course then they get a qualification yeah. I mean, because we had people that were accredited beforehand because we, we actually run an arts award mm. as part of what our programs. So we help our young people get qualified in uh, a music, cause music or drama because we work with different studios around South London. Okay, so we actually take them over to the studio. They make their own music projects. They do all that stuff as part of the program and they get a qualification. Amazing. So we had people that we were paying. One of the biggest things that I've learned is don't pay if you can learn how to do it yourself. Right. Or, to paraphrase, learn how to do things yourself. Like, that's one of the biggest things I've learned. So, I went out paid, got myself qualified. So, now I can deliver that. And that's just one thing. Like, those, that's something that people can actually do. Like, if you have... And do they have to pay to go in this course? Yeah, you pay to go in it. And then once you've got it, you've got it. Then you can deliver it with any arts award center or anywhere. And, that, and that's you... If you actually want to give back and do something, that's a way to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's training that you can go on. There's um, a company that we signed up with, London Youth. London Youth. Um, and they, they actually deliver training for organizations and individuals. Okay. And so we've worked with them. They actually look for training within London for those that work in London, obviously. Oh, amazing. And yeah, there, there's there's a whole bunch. There's a whole host of things I could I could probably I could go you through. Know what, and list guys, them. then we might have to just go. But, is it, but is yeah. it on Bridges the Gap Studios? Maybe there's the resource section. Um, in terms of like working with us, yeah, hit us up because yeah. we we really do want to get as many people that are that are passionate about it because we've got we've got a lot of young people that are actually working with us now. That's Amazing. another thing. When they've come through the program, they can work with us. Um, and we've got people we've hired. But if you actually want to work with us and get the training for free, then come through. Yeah. Um, but 100%. yeah, there's, there's, there's all of that. There. I'm definitely coming through and I'm not just, uh, just blown smoke up your ass. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, listen well, if he's attempting to, I'm going to be back. Yeah. And we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> so I normally finish with my guests, like quick fire round questions. Wow. So are you ready for this? Yikes. Okay, how, how many questions have I got? I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll just, we'll figure it out. Okay, but, um, okay cool. The answers, ideally, if you can make them quick, that'd be brilliant. So it's one of those that you don't think too hard about it. Damn, let's go. Yeah, you ready? If you could do a TED Talk, other than your actual profession and what it is you do for a living, what would it be on? Fatherhood. Fatherhood. Okay, that's interesting. Why? Oh, because I'm a father. Oh, you're a father. <laughs> But, um, How but, are you going to drop that at the end, you know? <laughs> that man drops that at the end. Hey, listen. I, I was like, I, <laughs> wow. No, I know, no, you guys need to, hey. We'll have to bring you I, back on part two there, didn't it? I know it's quick fire questions, but I, my, my son saved my life, man. Facts. Okay. Not, not in terms of giving a TED Talk like, oh, I know all this stuff about fatherhood, but just like just navigating and learning in the ups and downs, the early stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I would, I would I'd talk for days about my skin. Okay, amazing. Yeah. So you had the last five pounds. What are you spending it on? Your last ever five pounds. All right, f five pounds, that's it. And after that, I'm broke. Yeah. I'm, I'm broke now because I only got five pounds yeah. on my name. But after that, I'm, <laughs> after that, I'm, okay, cool. Five pounds, I'd buy a good book. A good book. I'm messing with you. I'll buy food. Is I'd it? buy food because <laughs> I'm going to eat. I'm hungry. No doubt. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Um, since this is Black Articulate, which is Black Action Articulated, um, well, what's your favourite English word? 
see, I would say mm, my favorite English word. That man knows this is quick fire around questions. Uh, see the way he's coming wow. and arming, you I, know. I'm going with it. Plethora. I'd, Plethora. I'd, I love that word. Is I don't it? know. I don't know why. I just I throw it out there just in random. At least once a day, yeah. I have to say it. So this is my one a day. No, Thank I you. love it. Plethora. Nice. Um, <laughs> and it's one of the bougie words. Man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. And before I ask you the final question, so the penultimate question. It's all about paying it forward, right? So any mm. UK black-owned businesses that you use, be it a service or product, that you want to give a shout-out to? I know that's difficult for quick fire, so maybe I might put that in a segment earlier on or something. Yeah, there's, there's, there, there is a lot. I, I'm, I'm, I've listed, I've, I've put down a couple of them, but there's... Yeah. Um, so obviously Guap, Guap Magazine. Guap Magazine, yeah. Yeah, yeah love those guys um, and the work that they do. Uh, Simon A. Max, a good friend of mine, he has a radio station called Street Levels. Okay. Which is amazing. So we tune into that, we check it out. Um who else? Oh my gosh. Alright, there's there's loads, there's there, loads. No, there, there. There, there's a lot to get into, but yeah. And um I guess the last but not least question before we find out how we can get in touch with you and when we do what you want us to do is how would you, Mr. Martins, Sion Martins? Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's yeah. my name. Sion Martins. There's, there's a T in it, but it's silent, yeah. so you got it. Sion Martins. Imagine if I hadn't got it all throughout this convo. The, oh, Imagine. no, I would have let off the oh, jump. Oh, would you? Put some respect on my you name. Best believe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sion Martins, how would you like to be remembered? I would like to be remembered as somebody who inspires others. Amazing. Honestly, just from your story, and I'm very grateful for the fact that you've actually come on this Thanks platform. Thanks for honestly. No, honestly, it's been a pleasure. And I, I'm already inspired, and I promise you this, we will definitely, hopefully, collaborate and work together. Can't wait. Like, this year, without a shadow of a doubt. So, how can we get in touch with you on the World Wide Web? Yeah. And when we do, what would you like us to do? How can we support? How can we just okay. make Bridge the Gap Studios bigger and better? All right. So, we are on Twitter. Um, BTG Studios One. Um, that's our Twitter, and then on Insta, Bridge the Gap Studios, all together. So yeah, you can find us on there. Just check us out, like, comment. If you want to work with us or you know be a part of the movement in any way, there's a lot of ways to do that. If you have access to like your local communities, um, so community centers, if they want people, if they want like programs, because we do a lot of the work for community centers, we just run that for them. Or if you're in touch with schools that need programs that work with young people, specifically around mindset work and just prevention, which is one of our biggest things now, working with younger um, students around prevention education so that we don't have statistics, but we have leaders. That's what we really want to build up. So if you have connection with any like schools and communities, reach out to them, reach out to us. If you can put us in connection, that's amazing. But mainly just follow like check us out and yeah you check out our website bridgethegapstudios.com um and if you need to hit us up there's there's an email there as well amazing so, sion thank you very much for grace hey guys we really appreciate you listening and if you have any feedback please leave it in the comment section below also all the info about the guests the links and the resources we speak about will be in the description below and last but not least please 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 do get in touch if you can teach us how you do what it is you do 
because after all, Black Ticklate is all about empowering and upskilling the community. Thanks, guys. You're the best. See you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 